the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The title of the message today is How to Give Thanks to God. How to Give Thanks to God. Next Thursday, we will be celebrating the national holiday called Thanksgiving. The irony of it is that very little Thanksgiving takes place on Thanksgiving Day. We are usually very busy doing everything else on Thanksgiving, preparing food, cooking, eating, entertaining, talking with friends, watching football games, reading sale catalogs for Black Friday shopping, and numerous other activities. Usually the only thanks offered is one, a one or two-minute prayer before the big meal, and that's by one person. Most blessings we receive are taken for granted. You see, if you woke up this morning with more health than illness, you are more blessed than six million people who will not survive this week. If you have never experienced the danger of battle, the loneliness of imprisonment, the agony of torture, or the pangs of starvation, you are ahead of 500 million people in this world. If you can attend a church service as you're doing today, without fear of harassment, arrest, torture, or death, you are more blessed than millions of people around the world today. If you have food in the refrigerator, clothes on your back, a roof over your head, and a place to sleep, you are richer than 75% of the people in the world. If you have money in the bank, in your wallet, and spare change in a dish someplace, you are among the top 8% of the world's wealthy. Alex Haley, the author of Roots, who is now passed on, had an unusual picture hanging on his office wall. It is a picture of a turtle on, a, on top of a fence post. When asked why it's, it's, it was there, Alex answered, every time I write something significant, every time I read my words and think that they are wonderful, and I begin to feel proud of myself, I look at the turtle on the fence post and remember that he didn't get there on his own. He had help. How many of us have had help? Where did this help come from? Where would we be without the help of the Lord? Without the goodness of the Lord, without the love of the Lord, and without the faithfulness of the Lord? 
Giving thanks to God is something Christians ought to do every day, not just occasionally or seasonally. The question is, how can we say thanks to God? The Bible gives us at least four ways, and I will just use four ways that we can give thanks to God. And the first is by singing. Psalm 147 and verse 7 says, Sing out your thanks to the Lord. Sing praises to our God. And then Psalm 100, which we know so well, but I'm using the uh, Good News Bible this time. Sing to the Lord, all the world. Worship the Lord with joy. Come before him with happy songs. Acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us and we belong to him. We are his people, we are his flock. Enter the temple gates with thanksgiving. Go into its courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise him. The Lord is good, his love is eternal, and his faithfulness lasts forever. See, there's nothing more healthy for the soul or more cleansing for the mind. There's nothing that makes a human being more happy than singing praise to God. You see, when you sing praise to God, you sense his presence like you don't in any other way. That's why it is important for us to give thanks to God through singing, as we've been doing today. The psalmist says, Sing to the Lord, or the NIV says, shout with joy to the Lord. And all of us can do that, even if we are tone deaf and can't hold a tune. (laughs) See, Christianity from the very outset has been a singing faith. There are more songs written about Jesus than any other person or topic. We need the emotional expression that comes from singing or thanks to God. Music does something for us, for our spirit, that no sermon can do. When we assemble as the people of God for public worship, we should sing our praises and thanksgiving to God with holy enthusiasm. Not to do so is to starve yourself emotionally and spiritually. We can give thanks to God by singing or praise to him. But a second way in which we can give thanks is by praying to him. So first by singing, second by by praying. Philippians chapter 4, 6 and 7. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. If you do this, you will experience God's peace, which is far more wonderful than the human mind can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Don't worry about anything, says Paul. This is one of the most difficult um, commands in the Bible. But the answer really is in the second part of the verse, pray about everything. 
You see, if we would pray as much as we worry, then we would have a whole lot less to worry about. God says, don't worry about anything. You see, when you start to worry, then start praying, and you will see the difference it will make. The text also says that we are to pray with gratitude and pray with thanksgiving. Those of you who are parents, you, would, you wouldn't like it if your children only made requests of you and never expressed appreciation to you. Amen. If your kids only said, give me this, give me that, uh, mom or, or dad, I want this, and never stopped to say thank you. Thank you for what you have already done. Thank you for what you have given me. You would be upset with them for their ingratitude. You see, God wants us to make our requests to him. He is our loving father. He says over 20 times in the New Testament, ask and you shall receive. But he also wants us to be grateful as well. And so he says, when you ask, ask with thanksgiving. The more specific you are in your prayer, the easier it is for God to answer your prayer. God wants us to be specific, not just to say, God bless my life. What are you talking about when you say, God bless my life? How specifically do you want to be blessed? You want to be blessed financially? You want to be blessed with good health? You want to be blessed um, in your family, but be specific. The more specific you are, the quicker God can answer. God tells us to be specific in our requests. Likewise, he wants us to be specific in our thanksgiving. He doesn't want us just to say, thank you, God, for everything. No, that's a pretty bland prayer. Make a list. Say, God, here are ten things I'm thankful for. Take a moment sometime and just list the things for which you ought to give God thanks. And you'll be surprised to see how many things uh, you need to thank God for. Be specific in thanking God, just as you should be specific in your requests to God. One of the elements of faith is thanking God in advance. Faith is thanking God before you receive an answer to prayer. When we thank God in faith, miracles happen. One of the keys to miracles is a life of gratitude, a life of thankfulness. The more thankful we are, the more God can work in our lives. The Bible says that God inhabits the praise of his people, that he empowers and he uses our thanksgiving as an instrument of power in our lives. Today, as we focus on thanking God for the good things that he has done in our lives, I also want you to be aware that life runs on two tracks. There are good things in your life and there are bad things, always at the same time. Your life is never always all good or all bad, but both at the same time. And as a result of that, we need to pray for each other, especially for those who are going through tough times, difficult times. 
We need to pray for those in the church family and even outside of the church family that we know of who are going through difficulties and who are hurting and just need um, God's help to survive what's going on in their lives. Some of you need a miracle. Some of you are unemployed and you need a job real quick. Some of you have a have lost a loved one and grief uh, has filled your life. Some of you just can't figure out what direction God wants you to go in. Some of you are facing a crisis in your life, in your health, in your emotions, or with somebody that you deeply care about. Some of you may be discouraged or just plain worn out. So we need to pray for one another to show uh, our dependence on God and to thank him for what he is going to do uh, in our lives and the lives of those for whom we are, we are praying. But quickly, let's move to number three. By, by giving to him, we can thank God by giving to him. The Apostle Paul, in 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 11, says, Your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. This is the Bible's place, thanks and giving, together. When you're thanking him, you are thanking because he is a giving God. So thanks and giving go together. And um, we'll be going downstairs after this uh, service uh, where we are going to make a sacrificial uh, gift uh, to, to the Lord for uh, the ministry of his church. And we know that this is something that pleases God. He is delighted when his children are generous and are, um, are willing to do what needs to be done in order that his kingdom might be extended. Look at Deuteronomy chapter, chapter 16, uh, verse, verse 10. It says, Celebrate the festival of harvest to honor the Lord your God. Bring him a voluntary offering in proportion to the blessings you have received from him. It's about 350 years ago, a little more than that, a group of people called the Pilgrims uh, decided to set aside a day in the fall at which they would express their thanksgiving to God, bring an offering uh, to him, and uh, share a meal and fellowship with one another. Today we know that, that day as we call it Thanksgiving, and uh, we're going to be celebrating it next Thursday. But about 3,000 years before, before that, God told his people, the children of Israel, to set aside a day in the fall. It was called the Feast of Weeks, or the Harvest Festival, at which they would bring an offering, express their thanks to God, and share a banquet or meal, or meal together. They came together to give sacrificially, and to build a place of worship uh, to, to honor God. They prayed and sacrificed, and they gave the largest offering ever. After, they, after that offering has been given, 
their leader, David, prayed a prayer. It's a prayer that expresses the hearts of many of us today. And that prayer is found in First Chronicles uh, chapter 29, 13 through 16. It says, Now, our God, we give you thanks and praise your glorious name. Everything comes from you, and we have given you only what comes from your hand. Lord our God, all this abundance that we have provided for building you a temple for your holy name comes from your hand, and all of it belongs to you. See, when the people uh, gave at uh, David's uh, encouragement or request, they did not give grudgingly. They gave out of, they did not give out of pressure. They didn't give with a reluctant heart. They gave out of gratitude to God because they had expressed his goodness time and time again. They gave with thanksgiving. You see, their giving was the result of their thankfulness to God. You see, when you give with gratitude, it becomes an act of worship. And what we are giving uh, today is indeed an act of worship because we love the Lord and we thank him for his generosity to us. The very gift of life is a blessing to us. And so we need to use every opportunity uh, to say thank you to him. So there's one last way we can express thanks to God, and that is by sharing a testimony about him, by sharing a testimony about him. Isaiah chapter 12 and verse 4 says, Thank the Lord. Praise his name. Tell the world what he has done. Oh, how mighty he is. A testimony is simply saying what has happened to you. This is what I saw. or This is what happened to me. This is what happened in my life. So nobody can give your testimony except you. You are the authority on your life. If you don't give a testimony about how God has worked in your life, then it is not going to be told. God says that one of the ways we give thanks is by telling our story of how God has worked in our lives. Just as uh, Tara uh, shared with us earlier, how God has brought all the pieces together in order that she could um, establish her business and, um, and to do the things that he, she felt God wanted her to do. In Deuteronomy chapter 4 and, and verse 9, it uh, tells us, Be careful never to forget what you have seen the Lord do for you. Do not let these things escape from your mind as long as you live, and be sure to pass them on to your children and grandchildren. You know, we, we need to gather our children uh, together and just share some of what God has done in our lives with them, that they might know how we came to be who we are. Uh, and uh, they, they miss something very special if we don't uh, share with them the way in which we got to be where we are and how God has been good, good to us. So it says, God wants 
us to remember how he has worked in our life. The problem is that we have such short memories. We forget how he has worked in our lives, and that's why we start worrying as soon after he has blessed us. Use every opportunity, my brothers and sisters, to share your testimony of God's goodness to you, of the miracles that he has performed in your life. Others will be blessed by your testimony, and God will be glorified. A medical study done some years ago uh, said that people who had the attitude of gratitude and generosity are far more resistant to disease and are healthier than people who are grouchy and grumpy. (laughs) And um, the Apostle Paul says in Colossians chapter 3 and verse 17, Whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God. You see, Paul is saying here that in everything you do, uh, you should... Uh, do with a grateful heart. Everything you say uh, should be said with an attitude of, of gratitude. God says, I don't want thanksgiving to be an event in your life. I want it to be a lifestyle. And as Paul says in First Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 18, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you, In Christ Jesus. You see, if you want uh, to know God's will for your life, there it is. Give thanks in all circumstances. And you can underline or circle the word in. You see, it does not say give thanks for all circumstances. Because there are a lot of things God doesn't expect us to be thankful for. He doesn't expect us to be thankful for the evil that is in the world and some of the things that are going on uh, today. You know, when someone gets raped, which, um, or when someone suffers a tragedy, when someone becomes um, uh, ill with cancer, when there are hurricanes and earthquakes and forest fires uh, that destroy homes and lives, God doesn't expect us to be thankful for those things. But he says, in every circumstance, give thanks. How can I do that? You see, when there are bad things happening in my life, how can I give thanks in every circumstance? Because of what I know. I know that God sees all and he knows all. He cares about me. He knows my name. He knows Uh, He knows uh, that um, I cannot do what I need to do because of the circumstances in which I find myself. You see, I know that he has a purpose behind all of the problems that are taking place uh, in my life. And he can turn it around. And so because I know these things, even in the dark and difficult times, I can give thanks in every circumstance. You see, thanksgiving is a power that can work miracles in our lives. If you start thanking God in the situation, before it is resolved, before the problem is gone, God sees that, sends power from heaven to do things you could not imagine. 
You see, God knows the burdens that we bear. He knows the pressures that we feel. He knows the frustrations that we have. He knows the grief that we experience and the help that we need. You see, faith in the God that I'm talking about it can conquer all circumstances. It can defeat all um, discouragements. It can overcome all opposition. It can face all fears. It can break all chains. It can endure all trials and bear all burdens because we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. You see, God is omnipotent. All power belongs to him. He speaks and it happens. He commands and it is done. He sees all, hears all, and knows all. Nothing escapes his attention. He is above all and beyond all. He is the supreme authority over everything and everyone. His word is final and nothing can alter it. And nobody can change it. Nobody is above him nor like him. He's, he always was, he is, and he always will be. And when we express our thanksgiving to him, he replaces our heartaches with gladness, our fear with courage, our frustration with, uh, with assurance, our turmoil with peace, and our dissatisfaction with contentment. And I like what the psalmist says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Amen. Amen. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.